Hey guys, welcome to the Natural Alpha Podcast where we talk about natural but powerful biofundamentals and hacks to increase your performance in training, sex, and behavior. And remember to subscribe, like, and share if you do in fact find this podcast or YouTube video helpful. All right guys, thanks a lot. Let's get back to the show. Okay, welcome back to the show. So today we're going to be addressing the transgender issue in Canadian powerlifting specifically. Um, number one, that's just where I am. And number two, that's where uh, we find that there's the most controversy right now. So in case you didn't um, hear it before or see it, there's been uh, a video going around of a Canadian transgender athlete uh, named Anne Andres. And she was sort of shitting on female powerlifters. Now, this is a, um, a male, a biological male, who is competing as a female. And uh, in her video, and I'll be respectful and call her her uh, for, this, for the sake of this, and I'll, and I'll show you where we can still be respectful, but also still be truthful to, and respectful to our uh, other biological female athletes. So the, the video is her, and I'll, I'll pull it up if I can, but it's, it's her just coming down and really talking some, some nonsense, and she really shows her lack of intelligence. And I don't mean that as an insult, but when you say, I don't understand why females suck so much at benching, that's what the video is. Uh, it's just her saying it's talking about bench and why females aren't going to bench and she doesn't understand why um, because she's so strong. Well, obviously, it's because you're a man and men have a clear biological structural advantage over women in upper body strength. That is just a fact. And I'll show you some ridiculousness that's coming from uh, our ethics committee in our sport, too. Why is women's bench so bad i mean not compared to me we all know that i'm a training freak so that doesn't count and no we're not talking about mackenzie lee she's got little t-rex arms and she's like 400 pounds of chest muscle apparently i mean standard bench in powerlifting competition for women i literally don't understand why it's so bad but anyways so that's what's been going on and then in, now in our uh, the Canadian Center for Ethics and Sport, and I'll try to pull this up too, they've just uh, did a post on Instagram. And I'll read this out quickly. It says, A new first-of-its-kind scientific review of transgender women in elite sport was recently published. Here's what you need to know. Okay, tell me. All right, if you're still watching or listening, then you must be enjoying the content. So please go ahead and hit that subscribe button. It's really going to help me help other guys just like you with my content and grow my channel. All right, guys, let's get back to the show. Biomedical factors related to male puberty, like lung size or bone density, do not predict athletic performance. Wow, I didn't know that. I thought it did. I guess I'm stupid. Um, social factors like nutrition, training, and access to equipment have much clearer links to athletic performance. 
yet these factors are rarely regulated, regulated to level the playing field. Well, yeah, how are you going to regulate what someone, uh, the equipment someone has, um, has access to and their nutrition and their training, how they train? How are you going to regulate that? <laughs> That's all individual. Uh, wow, thanks for letting me know that. I didn't know that either. Biomedical and social scientific information should both be used when making policy. However, biomedical research is often overvaluated and misinterpreted to the detriment of the athlete's well-being. This is the best one. Testosterone levels do not predict athletic performance or overall athleticism. This is the stance of the Canadian Center for Ethics and Sport. Keep that in mind. And this is this is the thing that um, us as powerlifters and in the Canadian Powerlifting Union have to, uh, we have to take a test every year. It's, it's not even a test, it's this thing we need to sit through and watch and answer questions saying, um, oh, we're good athletes. We don't believe in drugs, by the way. We don't believe, <laughs> we don't believe in taking testosterone. Wait, because testosterone is a steroid. But testosterone levels do not predict athletic performance or overall athleticism. It's funny how they say that, but then in the test that we take, we're supposed to not take testosterone as a, a performance enhancing drug. I don't know. Other social factors like coaching, time to train, and access to equipment contribute to performance far more than testosterone does. Well, I'm sure all of that, of course, it does contribute like coaching time to train. Yeah, if you have zero time to train, you're not going to be that strong. Um, and zero coaching, yeah. And access to equipment. You don't have the equipment to train. Well, of course, like what kind of a statement is that? Uh, just, j just ridiculous. Anyways, let's go to the Canadian um, Powerlifting Union transgender policy. Okay. And I'll just read the highlighted overall summary of the policy here. Based on the background and the available evidence of the expert working group, and this, this is a group um, that the Canadian powerlifting is just identifying with, they feel like trans athletes should be able to participate in the gender with which they identify regardless of whether or not they have undergone hormone therapy. Exceptions could be made if a sport organization is able to provide evidence that demonstrates hormone therapy is a reasonable and bona fide requirement. Now, this is important to realize that this is not in line with the International Powerlifting Federation's guidelines. It's in direct violation of the IPF's uh, guidelines, of which the Canadian Powerlifting Union is supposed to be um, affiliated with. So we're actually not in line with the IPF regulations anymore. I don't know how we're still actually um, sanctioned with them. Uh, it, it's, it's ridiculous. So that statement basically says that I, as a man, will be or anything, I, just, I can just say that I identify as a woman and then I can compete in women's uh, sport, in women's powerlifting. That's basically what it says. I don't know when they would enforce these exceptions, when it says exceptions could be made if a sport organization, and again, they're just taking it word for word, so 
exceptions could be made if the powerlifting organization is able to provide evidence that demonstrates hormone therapy is a reasonable and bona fide requirement. But in general, the Canadian Powerlifting Union is just saying that any man can simply say that they, they could just verbalize that I identify as a woman. That's it. And we can compete as women. Now, why is all this stuff so bad? Because in today's day and age, inclusiveness seems to be um, the trending way to go, especially for the left. Why do we even have categories in the first place in sport is why we need to ask. And I'll just stick with powerlifting. So in powerlifting, you have uh, three categories, three main categories. You have your age, your weight, and your gender. Okay, so age, weight, and gender. Why do we even have those at all? Why do categories exist in the first place? And it goes to the, the very fundamental underlying principle in sport, which is fairness. And now we're, we're, we're getting redefinitions on words. We're actually redefining the truth or trying to redefine the truth, but people still have working brains and they just say, no, that's not the truth. And this redefining of the truth is that inclusiveness is fairness. Here's why it is the exact opposite of fairness. What categories do is they help level the playing field to keep it fair. Okay. So age. So man. So that's like me saying, okay, I'm only 46 by I, but I identify as an 80 year old. So I want to compete in the masters four, right? Is that fair? Well, it would be inclusive. Isn't that a good thing? Is it fair? Um, weight category. So let's look at this category. I'm a 93 kilogram lifter. But what if I wanted to identify as a 66 kilogram lifter? I identify as a 66 kilogram lifter. Is that fair? Well, it would be inclusive. So is inclusiveness fair? It's exactly not fair. You have to look at what the categories do and what they actually mean and what they do for the sport. And what they do for the sport is keep things fair. So let's look at the gender category. Why is there male and female? It's the same thing. It's the same thing is to keep it fair. But in this, I don't even know what to call it, quest for inclusiveness, we are completely denying biological truths in order to fit in because we think this is the way to go. And when I say we, I use that term very lightly because obviously it's not me and anyone who I've ever talked to in the sport. And this is what we need to realize is that we are the sport. The very few at the top are not. Okay. It is us. So people, if you don't agree with something, you need to actually speak out. And I mean, like speak out like this, like make a video like this, let people see and hear you. Don't just comment. You need to, I need to see your face. I need to see the, 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 the passion, you know, people need to see more people actually speak. So don't just leave comments. That's great. That's a, that's a great start, but it's more about actually getting onto social media 
uh, writing in individually to um, the presidents like, like we've done here at the, at the club. I've done it. Um, my athletes have done it. We've each written in to the presidents of the OPA and the, and the CPU. So what does all this do to the biological women, the women who have built up women's presence in the sport of powerlifting? So to me, this policy completely undermines all of the hard work that women have done for the sport of powerlifting. And this is why my official stance on this is that I am against it. I am not against transgender people, whether it's male to female or female to male, competing in the sport of powerlifting. The most fair and inclusive thing to do, or being fair and inclusive at the same time, would be to have transgender categories. Just like I said, having categories is actually what makes things fair, not lack of categories. Categories are not this evil thing where, oh, if you have a category, you're not being inclusive. That is exactly the wrong way to look at it, and it's not true at all. So that is my suggestion. There's been many other suggestions uh, from many other people, and it makes just the most common sense. So that's my, my personal stance as uh, an athlete in the sport and as a human being. And that is the official stance of the Functional Strength Training Center, which is the club that I own here in Burlington, Ontario, the powerlifting club. Let me know what you guys think about this. So this is a, it's starting to get to be a big issue because uh, Anne is going to compete in the Canadian National Powerlifting Championships, I believe in the 84 plus kilogram category. And like I said, I don't, I do not care if, how a person expresses themselves or how they identify, but I do believe in fairness. And this is one of those areas where it gets a little bit messy, but it's clear what is not fair and and this is it anyways guys you can leave a comment let me know what you think of all of this craziness and stay strong and free and we'll talk to you next time hey guys thanks again for watching or listening and go ahead and subscribe if you haven't already and go ahead and share the video share it with a friend if you think that they will find the content useful again like the video and leave a comment and let me know what you think and also leave a comment and let me know what you want to hear about because I want to talk about what you guys want to hear about. All right, guys, till next time, stay strong.